0: hi everyone um, and welcome to our It real podcast my name is philly um and then i'm going to be one of your gracious co-hosts
1: hi and this is your girl Tanis, one of your other gracious co-hosts thank you for being with us today
0: awesome thank you so much everyone for uh joining on our first episode one of our podcast wow i
1: know right
0: i know (laughs) That's so amazing. First off, I definitely want to kind of talk about this class a bit. So for this communication class, uh, it honestly has been a wonderful experience. Um, it's Bye. given the uh, opportunity, as well as many other of us, the um opportunity to kind of work with different um different tools, such as kind of like mm-hmm. TikTok and, and have a better understanding as to um just awareness when it comes to gender, race, and and how how all of that's affected with everybody. So, and then who knows, especially with this, with this opportunity of working on our first podcast, we may be looking at the beginning of our new careers here.
1: (laughs) I don't know if I would say career, but I can say that I cannot be biblical because I can say that God has really blessed me in this, in this class, in order to have a person that want to team up and actually uh, say, well, I know how to do TikTok. I can, I'm over 30 so it's kind of hard to just adjust to these new trends and stuff, but I I am so grateful to be able to partner up with you, Philly, on these last two assignments that we've had together, so thank you. Uh, no,
0: that's, that's great. <laughs> it's been wonderful. Um, it's right, well-
1: right.
0: I think we both uh, made an effort to kind of try and communicate with, with the rest of the team, and then uh we, it it worked out, Um we it did. we bumped it doing great. Um, right, this has led to second project working together. So no, right. well, um, I guess in that instance, that's gonna, gonna lead us into the purpose of this uh, first episode. Uh, right. For well, this first episode, primarily our topic for today is going to be regarding violence. One of the um focus is going to be does it have a race, <laughs> class, um religion, nationality, or gender? Honestly, when I read the topic on this, um, I was I was very intrigued. I was I was thinking it was a very interesting question. Um,
1: yeah, I can I can also input that you you really don't think about um uh, violence having a certain name uh, a look uh gender if you will because you know you always see uh things in the news and this is almost like everybody's going crazy but i can say that when we focus on certain things in the world it does have a look as far as gender mm-hmm. so when when you think about gender-based violence which is uh, some of the things that I've actually been looking up since this topic has come about, and a lot of it concerning uh, sexual harassment and girls, and you know uh, trafficking and all of this stuff. I mean, it's not saying or taken away from the fact that uh, girls or women don't do it, but it's kind of mostly towards a male. Dominant (laughs) career, if you will. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's what I thought about. It's like, uh, go
0: ahead. I agree. I think when when it comes when it comes to that, um, it, it was really interesting to kind of read upon um some of the. Uh, different topics that that we were provided and how the Mm -hmm. forced to your point it it does affect more women and then of course those involved or those causing these um these crimes are primarily led by men Um, right so no that that was definitely interesting um one of the the quotes as well from from it that kind of that when we were reading along was the sultan i mean the longest war kind of violence doesn't have a race, a class, a religion, or a nationality, but that it does have gender. To me, that was that was a very interesting um sort of quote just because again, as as we begin to read upon um how violence does have a specific gender um or looked, mm-hmm. Um it 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 did, it did make me kind of question Sultan's quote because um, I do, in essence, think that it does focus on gender, but but I also do believe that that mm-hmm. violence does have um, nationality, religion, and and race. I mean, if we really kind of begin to kind of look at history, there has been many yeah. ways for how um, race has been involved when it comes to violence and how it's specifically targeted to a specific race. Yeah. Um, it does not kind of reduce mm-hmm. or minimize the fact that that it does not have um, a gender associated to right. it.
1: But in in reading uh, the article of Sultan, it's uh, one of the statements that I actually kind of highlighted about it. It said there is, however, a pattern of violence against women that's broad and deep and horrific, and most times overlooked because some most of these crimes that are being uh, placed upon women is like when you see it in the news, it's brief. But when it comes down to the justice of the matter, it's like, what happened? How did how did women, just because um, I I figure, you know, society think that women are, are the weakest link. So men feel like they literally could do whatever. So when it comes down to actually getting justice for women, it's like, it's null and void. Like, what, why? That's the question, why does this happen? And then people get
0: away with it. Mm-hmm. No, that that's that's a very interesting fact and point.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: right. when you really begin to kind of like look at everything, even even when it comes to media, um, whether mm-hmm. media, news media, um, and when women are attempting to kind of fight for specific rights, um, right. it's, always, it's always minimized. It's never mm-hmm. never a highlight topic. Um. Mm-hmm. And, and then it causes it to be a bit more difficult for women to achieve those those rights that um, are available for men. So I, I completely agree in that perspective.
1: Right, right. So actually, like, when it came down to, um, you know, it was in, uh, it was out everywhere on the news. And I actually seen a documentary about Vanessa Glenn, Ginn is that how you pronounce her name? Vanessa again? And that's that's another example of how violence does possibly have a gender. They literally was overlooking this lady, even to the fact that when she went to her superiors, it was like uh, dismissed. And so dismissed to the fact that now she's dismissed because the the person who did it, can't even like be reprimanded because he took the cowardly way out and killed himself so it's like you didn't even give the opportunity to be actually discarded like you did her so and it's 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 just really sad to know that the men over it all were actually going to overlooked overlooked the situation if her family wouldn't have stepped in and the world would have overlooked it let me say that the judicial system would have overlooked it if her family wouldn't have fought for her right to, to to be alive or to be a human being women are not just toys but that you could just play with and then throw away when you get ready or because you didn't get the outcome that you thought that you should have gotten then you just like kill somebody for 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 being human. And it's it's really difficult to not say that uh, violence doesn't have a gender when it comes down to these type of violent acts because I also read an article that talked about uh, gender-based violence and it said that women, girls, men and boys can fall victim to violence simply because of their sex or gender, women and girls are especially at risk. Why does the world keep saying this? Women and girls are especially at risk, but nothing is being done about it. That's the question.
0: No, you're 100% correct. When it comes to to the Vanessa Guillen, um mm-hmm. the situation, I mean, it wasn't until the family began mm-hmm. to talk that um, there was there was more um, media and news um, on this. Um, and then mm-hmm. Kind of ridiculous especially for us being here in texas you know and then for right it not being so far from us you know san antonio um mm-hmm. and I, I see this have the world world news or at least here in the in the states um it was just it was disheartening to to kind of think about how the the judicial system has failed time and time again at least
1: mm-hmm.
0: women when it comes to to um that uh military base and how yeah um the, honestly that would have gone under the rug if there was yep. no like, some sort of kind of information or or fight for mm-hmm. justice um and then to your yep. point I mean the um the horrific individual that decided to to do this um just ended up taking that cowardly way out and mm-hmm. it I mean, it's it's the family received no true justice meaning. right the story has been um displayed out to many and hopefully it brings uh, a little bit more awareness but sometimes um there's no there's no immediate change um
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, long ago there was another reporting of of another female that that had died
1: um yeah
0: from that same base and so it's it's mm-hmm. honestly sad it's it's uh, ridiculous that the fact that that continues to happen time and time again um yeah. to your point there, there was another one um I think when it comes to Jackson Katz I was talking about how mm-hmm. to, to your point there's so many girls um in schools for example that are harassed every single year and mm-hmm. then and then who, who in essence are causing these acts primarily it's it's either boys or adult men that are doing this to to these um females in, in these schools but then mm-hmm. what is what is the school system doing about this or or what are we um, as an entire society doing to to ensure that women are not um, consistently targeted and being um, the focal point when it comes to violence, So to you? And, and
1: I, you know, I don't I don't know if, um, because I work in the school system, and it's like when things don't go public, then they're often dismissed. And it's almost sad to the fact that if you don't call the news up to the school so that you can tell your story and verify that something is going on with my child or or even a a, a female co-worker, it's like if if you don't blast them, then there's nothing going to be done because they, it, it's going to stay on the hush-hush. Why? Because these things shouldn't happen in the school system. These are the children should go to school and school should be a safe place. But is it? Is it's really no place is really safe anymore. And it's heck, you can't even go to church and be safe because it's just the mind of people is just getting wickeder. And it's it's almost to the fact that you 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 don't know what to do. When it comes down to being safe and protecting yourself, me as a mother, I just have to tell my children, like if anything happens, you make sure you come tell me, cause you know a lot of kids fall victim of that that person telling them, if you say anything, or oh, I'll kill your family, or I'll uh you know do whatever, and that intimidates children. But if they have a strong foundation at home to know that if anything happens, you can always come to tell mommy or tell dad, then that's like what you have to instill in your children now. Because other than that, if a person don't get caught, nothing is going to ever be done about it. Mm-hmm. And it's sad.
0: No, that definitely is. Um, And then actually, and uh, kind of diving in, I know we're diverging a little bit, but mm-hmm. to your point, um... Children are, are not even safe in in schools as well, and and then mm-hmm. with the amount of violence that happens, specifically gun violence, um, yeah, is, is that to your point. Uh, a lot of the stuff is gonna go hush hush, and then and then, but that stuff that does kind of make it out to media is these gun violence um, uh, tragedies. And yeah. You know, being being a parent, I know, um, yourself that that must be kind of difficult, you know. And then being also kind of in the in the school industry, um, you know, not necessarily, you know, you hope that you go to school and that your kids are safe, you're safe, um, but right. that that makes it difficult, especially here in Texas.
1: Especially here in Texas, but I, so one of my positions at at my school, I am a um. I'm a special secretary, mm-hmm. so I deal a lot with the special ed department. But one of my duties is to actually give one of the the lady in the front her a, a lunch break. So when she goes on lunch break, we're in this, the front part of the school where people come in to, you know, collect their students, take them home early, whatever, whatever. And this is an open, open access to outsiders, right? And then the door, if they want to go beyond those uh, double doors, then we have to buzz them into the school. And I feel so unsafe <laughs> only because if I'm giving her her lunch break, I have my key. But if I see somebody coming with a, a trench coat on, I get so nervous only because I know that I can't push the button. To let me out, I would have to literally sit there with a key and try to open that door. And I know that's going to be impossible because, you know, when your nerves get going, your hands start shaking. So that type of stuff right there is what bothers me because it's just unsafe all the way around. I think schools should have police Police officers just hanging around campus now Mm -hmm. because that's the only real security I feel like we will have, especially for gun violence because they'll be able to see it coming from a mile away and we'll just think it's oh, it's a friendly, friendly parent coming to you know get their student out and it's not mm-hmm. no 100%. it's not it's it's scary. it's really scary.
0: hopefully we we'll begin to see some improvement when it comes to to those aspects and and then in- yeah and <laughs> yeah
1: that's they are trying to put a lot of things in place but it's just like
0: hurry up you know <laughs> right No, wow, that's sad
1: yeah, it is
0: mm-hmm. another thing that's kind of a little bit sad just kind of um, diving back into the to topic here um, right. when it comes to, to the Guardian um, I was reading that when it comes to the reports that right now currently we know about the Russia and Ukraine war you know but right. with, yeah. We always kind of talk about those those um, issues um, and horrors of war as well, mm-hmm. but many of the the articles or the stuff that we see in news media doesn't kind of really focus as to how citizens are affected. I mean, we right. they they may be without homes, without food and stuff, but we don't talk about the other like human on human violence. So, and then the Guardian was kind of reporting that. That, um, with the war, a lot of women have been actually raped the The amount of rape has increased so much mm-hmm. um, during this time of war. And it's just kind of ridiculous at the sense that, um, that during this time, you know, when individuals are focusing on war and trying to finish this war, there are yeah. other, there are others that are trying to be a sickening and wicked and and wanting to commit these horrible acts on females
1: yeah it's almost like that that toxic masculinity that um that i I, uh, was listening to in one of the podcasts and it's just when i actually read the um the article about the rape as a weapon i um one part of the article stood out when it says i am worried that what we learned about is just going to be the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. Rape and sexual assault are considered war crimes and a breach of international humanitarian law. And both Ukraine prosecutors, generals and the international criminal court have said they will open investigations into report sexual violence. Same thing that they said with uh Vanessa again. Oh, we will open up the report. But it's like things don't happen until there's a death. But in this case, this is Russia trying to take over Ukraine. Right. So but when you really think about it, I felt like there, yeah, that can be an open investigation, but this is a whole country trying to take over another another country. So these people, I feel like, are unreachable. How mm-hmm. are you going to go back to these women and say, well, pick out which one which one did it, and we're going to prosecute them? I, that's going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to open up an investigation when they're telling you that this is what these soldiers are doing? It's like all of them need to be prosecuted. But because they're unreachable, I don't think anything is gonna happen. Yeah,
0: no, What do you think about
1: that, Philly?
0: No, I agree. And then and then with that aspect, I, I it's it's um I think it's one of those tragedies that happened throughout war. I don't think Russia and Ukraine mm-hmm. this is the first um sort of war that, that begins to um go through these these horrific events. Um mm-hmm. but to your point I I think that's true. I really don't think that um, there's going to be justice for these women. Um, mm-hmm. they, they go through this um horrible sense of kind of moment uh, that has now impacted and changed their life, mm-hmm. um, and and then there's no true resolution to it. Um,
1: right?
0: Yeah. So no, it's 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 really sad in that perspective. Yeah,
1: and and talking about that toxic masculinity that the, um, the podcast was uh, Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist that's what it was mm-hmm. and they was talking about that toxic masculinity and the extreme pe- pressure that men may feel that they have to show in order to show their masculinity so even in this case these men are over there trying to literally take over a country so the, at this point they feel like they can do whatever they want to do they have to show their toughness, they have to show how much power they have, and they can't show the emotions of the war. You know, it could be sickening to some of them, but you still have those ones that have to show, you know, I'm not weak and I gotta do this. Why be and it's um might be uh, dealing with peer pressure as well. To say that, okay, he doing it, now I have to do it. Because if not, then what's going to happen to me as a man, going back to what you were saying uh, about, um, what's the do. you said that was in Hollywood? Terry- that uh, Terry Crews. Yeah. Look at his, you know, trying to make sure that he advanced in Hollywood. Well, people wanted him to advance in Hollywood by, you know, doing certain things that he wasn't comfortable with. And, but first of all, you got to show these people that you're not weak, but they fall victim too, you know?
0: They honestly do. And so yeah, it's, it's just, um, Or I guess in, in response to the entire quote, um, mm-hmm. I think to, to Sultan's, uh, quote, I really, I do think that violence does have a gender. I, as yeah. we kind of from from everything that we discussed, um in today's episode, there are mm-hmm. so many cases that we're able to identify that gender is a major component or a major factor when it comes to violence. But I really mm-hmm. don't think that it also minimizes the fact that uh, violence doesn't have race. Um, it it definitely does have race. It has nationality, yeah. it has religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just it's sad in general. Um, when it comes to when it comes to violence, there's. Yeah.
1: There's many that are I affected. think the mm-hmm. right and I think the thing that puts it all together is that when it comes down to like no face, no religion, no nationality and all of this is because it's all happening in each religion, each nationality, you know, it's happening all over. And some of the things that I can say because I'm a black woman that something's happened in our race, you learn later on that it's happening in the Asian race and it's happening in the Indian race. And and it's it's sad because once again, it's just like that male dominance is is like, I gotta put my foot down and, you know, make sure that I'm I'm being heard and people are being submissive to me. It's that I think that's the sad part, you know?
0: no definitely yeah well um i think in essence that kind of i know um we're running out of time here but that in essence going yeah. to sum up our podcast for today Sounds
1: wow good.
0: I first, know, right? episode one um, yeah <laughs> I think through everything that we talked about we kept it real right so we no, kept it real it's been a pleasure um, I hope this was very informational for many, um, as well, to kind of have a better understanding when it comes to violence and gender and race and whatnot. All right. uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah. Any final words?
1: Yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm piggybacking off off of you. I just hope that everybody got a good, uh, clear understanding of where we came from and how we felt about it, because we, we know what the gender is when it comes down to violence but the thing would be or the question would be is is so how do we stop it how do we you know become a better people and love on one another whether we are male or female definitely yes sir well thanks
0: everyone for joining us in our first podcast right. uh, and then definitely leave feedback but right
1: thanks for listening
0: Hi, everyone. Good night.